Hello, welcome, Kami Mitch and Taimu, Bonjourno. Insert another interesting welcome note here to three failed pilots. The irreverent. Uh, thank you for the A. I, I'm here till um, I don't know. I'm here till you tell me to not turn up anymore. This is the irreverent podcast comedy improv. Jacob, we told you not to not to come back after irreverent. last week. Remember? Shut up! I'm here. <laughs> Fight me, no, J- Jacob. Jacob, we, we told you not to read Lysosaurus before you go to bed every night. I'm, I need to learn more words. How else can my dictionary get bigger? Everyone's been saying, Jacob, you've got such a small dictionary. You you're, you need to get a bigger dictionary. If you just check your spam folder. Oh, that's what they meant. <laughs> anyway, this is the Irreverent Comedy Slash Improv Podcast, where three absolute weirdos, us talk about and pitch ideas and try and do the job that professional people with actual jobs and actual lives and actual families and actual friends do and when we try and do it as well um i think i think that's about it what we do it's it's pretty pointless um glenn make me happy make me happy glenn um I alright, but I need a I need to unfold my dictionary. Um, oh. dun, dun, dun. Yes. Hello, actually, and actually Wicklum to the podcast. On this show, which we've done one improv episode of and now we're an improv series. That's <laughs> yeah. fun. I mean may- well, maybe no, we'll do sorry. another one. I've I Maybe I've we'll done, do another one next week. Wait, I've done weeks. one improv episode. Jacob does one every week. <laughs> it's true. To be fair, I'm, I'm basically doing but... an improv episode this week, not now. <laughs> oh, so am I. <laughs> uh, this was uh, very well planned and thought out, and we all discussed deliberately not making notes. Anyway, that's not true. So on this podcast every episode will take some deep dive into a beloved corner of nerd culture some game <clears throat> some tv series some Stand. film some whatever i pardon you i'm doing a bit <laughs> sorry so, some whatever we set some arbitrary bullshit rules and then we each give our pitches or our failed pilots everyone else says if they likes them or no and Nothing matters, but we all have fun. Isn't that right, Rody? Tell us what we're doing today. Um, so I should probably start by explaining that this is not a new... E- well, it is a new episode, but we recorded this before. And... And I still cry about it. We talk about <laughs> it at night. We Harry call put it... a lot of effort into the, he into the previous one. He put so much effort into it, man. I drew um, a map. I I wasn't using the PC that I'm currently using at the time, and it might have died on its ass and lost all my audio for that episode. But we'll do that again. So, uh, but we want. I'm not doing the same pitches from the first time. We're gonna keep it fresh. Do something new. New get and- what we're doing is we're bringing back. A dormant slash dead video game franchise of our choice. The rules are welcome, that I... sweet listeners, 
to what we call the last episode. Yeah, so the rules are that it has to be they've not had had a ha, not have had a release in over ten years. Uh, and that I mean that's pretty much it. Yeah, it has to be, can't just be a single game. It has to be multiple entries. Minimum of two. Uh, and I guess I'll go first. <laughs> Aye, absolutely. Please tell us what game franchise you are reanimating. Okay. Back from the dead. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So, this is a franchise that Jeep Pug Jacob keeps trying to get me to stream. Gwen, uh, oh, do you stream? Ah, uh, yeah, we'll get to that at the end. Um, All right, okay. It, is, it was, I thought, a popular franchise, but I guess kind of niche. But it is, a, it, it is an offshoot of a more popular franchise. Uh, so, Mega Man still has games. There's still Mega Man platform games. But there hasn't been a Battle Network game in well over a decade. Um, there was Star Force, but I don't think that really counts. It was very different. Um, so I'm going to make the next Mega Man Battle Network game. Uh, for Harry, I mean, I know Jacob knows what it is. Harry, do you know what ba- Mega Man Battle Network is? In a word, no. Okay, that's that was my segue to explain it for the for the listeners who don't know. <laughs> so Mega Man Battle Network, it was a Mega Man spin-off, right? But also set in an alternate timeline. So the main Mega Man, the platform games, are set in a timeline where, like, the future of humanity was defined by. Um, robotics and people were like you know looking into like where robotics can go and what will happen and that's how we got the platform games this was like instead of that happening at a certain point in history instead of stud- like the study of robotics being Let the main guess. thing can I guess yeah AI gets too powerful they start to fight with humans well I'm not talking about the robots Jihad. anyway but Larian Jihad happens in 10,000 years in the future we get June no Please, I'd love that. Well, first that. of all, we're not so even happy. talking about the robot timeline. That's 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 standard Mega Man we're talking about. The network oh. timeline, hence why it's called Battle Network, where there was more like experimentation went into you know building like online servers and networks and etc. and try to like connect the world, which is probably oh, right, more okay. in line with where the world is going. Right. So 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 we, so we're just skipping the <laughs> we're just skipping the original six Dune books and going straight to God Emperor. I don't know. Yes. I've only read the I first will. one, so no spoils. Let's just say there's been a great beef swelling in my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> but, but basically, the idea, so the idea of it is like it was a an action RPG series, and it was played on like a grid. So there was only like a limited okay. space you could move in um, within right. these grids. And the way it worked is because obviously Mega Man's thing was that when you defeat an enemy, you got their powers. And this, the way it worked was you got like, battle chips that you put in, and it was designed to be like. In universe, that was how they battled the the person controlling the net navy, which is like their avatar online. But they have the, said avatar has their own personality, etc. And it's sort of like a companion, well, a navy. Uh, and they all they had their own abilities, but they also got their abilities from these battle chips. So it was also like a deck builder game in the sense that you had to try and defeat enemies, get the best chips you can get, and then play through the story. Right. Um. So what I'm gonna do is. I'm going to set this one, let's see, well, say 20 years after the end of Battle Network 6, which is the last one. Uh, and it's going to be called Mega Man Battle Network X. 
which is a reference to the Mega Man X games, which were what came after the original Mega Man games and the platform side of things. Um, so this is Mega Man Battle Network X. And in this one, you don't play as the main character from the first six games, you play as his daughter. The main okay. character in the first six games was called Lan Hikari. In this one, Lan Hikari has grown up to be a famous scientist like his dad and grandfather. Um, which he does at the end of Battle Network 6. You play as his daughter, uh, Ether Hikari. Because Ethernet, you know, he's Lan. Huh. He had a brother ah, named Hub. Funny. Yeah. And Hikari's actually, you know how like, in Mega Man robot version there's Dr. Light? Hikari means light in Japanese. So that's where the name comes from. Yes, it's Ether. Uh, and she's got Mega Man X dot EXE, which is Mega Man X, but in EXE form. Yeah. Whereas the, the successor to the original Mega Man. Uh, and the kind of basic story to it is there's a group of people who have really been like hurt by this um, kind of digital... You know how like, people worry about like a digital-only future? Like, what, what would it mean if you lost access to that? And what would it mean if, like... You, like, what would it mean if, like, you made a mistake and you lost... Like, let's say, for example, for, like, a silly example, you know how, like, there's the argument of what if you said something that was deemed offensive, but you were just reading out a message on, like, not thinking on your PSN, and then you lost access to all your games. Mm. That kind of idea of, like, a digital future. Right, okay. Like, obviously, this is a more extreme example of that, but... I'm going to, like, toy with that idea of what would the digital future actually mean for a lot of people. So the main villains are going to be, like, a terrorist group who are people that have felt like this movement in society has... It's not brought people together, it's made them grow further apart. And it's going to be people that have, like, they've lost their job because of something they've done online, or they... And then they've, they've came back out of it a better person, but now that they think, like, oh, but I'm still getting punished for that thing that I did years ago... Or it's going to be people who, like, were living in, like, countries that just don't have the same digital access. They can't get the same opportunity. They can't get the same opportunities. Things like that. That's going to be who the villains are. And they can all come together at this one kind of group who are like, oh, you all think this is great because of the privilege that you've been granted by being born in Nectopia, which is supposed to be America, I believe. Um... That's kind of what, what the story's about, and it's about his daughter, like, getting, like, wrapped up with them the same way he got wrapped up with World 3 and all that. Um, but the big reveal is going to actually be that what they've been designing is this virus called the Sigma virus, which, what it originally was, was, uh... <laughs> what? Like... What's for it? Like, Sigma balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's not it's Sigma balls, it's not Sigma, so, you know. I know, but it's close enough. It's close enough. S- Sigma was a, a was a villain in Mega Man X, just for anyone who doesn't know. So like, we're taking that again. <laughs> Aye, Sigma boat. <laughs> Fuck's sake, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get that, and then that's what they built. But the big reveal is going to be that the Mega Man X, who is a program, in essence, he's not just a program, because in the original games you find out that Mega Man was actually Lan's twin brother who had a heart condition and Ooh. his dad like tried to digitise his conscience and create created this net navy from that. And we're gonna find out that Lan's Lan's, you know, also had twins and the same condition happened when one of them was okay but one of them had the same heart condition. 
and he tried to replicate this procedure to like digitize his son's conscious, uh, conscience the way his dad did with his brother. But he wasn't quite the scientist his dad was, and he had a couple of failed attempts because all like because his dad had destroyed all the original like research material after the fact because he realized that he was kind of playing god. Um, and you're gonna find out that the Sigma virus. The leader of this organization is actually like a, a failed version of Mega Man X, who is who is obviously Ether, the main character's net navy, but it's also you can find out it's a, it's a twin brother with his consciousness put mm. into this digital body. You're gonna find out that there was a failed version of him that was just kind of abandoned, but he was just left to kind of roam the internet and kind of see like, and just left in this like shut down server. And like no one, I know like there was, and like because the server was shut down, I guess you could see it. It was it looked maybe like a perfect like replica, like perfect like replica of like their hometown, ACDC town. But is that really what it's called? Yeah, ACDC town. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. So like, but instead of being like, but it'll be kind of eerie because it will just be like shut down. It'll be a ghost town literally, um, because it's this shut down server, and he was just kind of left there and forgotten about, and now. He's like, well, look at what happened to me, because you just kept advancing and kept moving forward. I got replaced and I wasn't left behind. He's going to be the secret main villain. So that's the kind of basic plot to it. But more importantly, the other side of Mega Man Battle Network, which has only come out since the series stopped getting made, there's actually a competitive side to it, where it's all about like building like your deck, uh, building like your deck of chips, and like trying to make the best kind of combos you can. Because the chips can combo into each other as well, depending on which ones you choose. And like trying to have a battle against another person over Wi-Fi and try and you know playing against each other. But that so this is gonna have obviously built in one v one, but it's gonna have proper competitive support. And with us like you know being at a point where there was there was more playable characters in the later Mega Man Battle Network games, and this one they're gonna make a solid effort to be like in the multiplayer. You can, like, play as all the villains, but we're going to try and balance it out so that, like, every character's viable, and there'll be, like, an actual meta for the game based on, like, your character, your chip, and then you have to try and choose the chips that are right for that character, and it's a strategy that works for you, and there'll be, like, a proper competitive scene as well. So you've got the, kind of, RPG story mode, but then you've also got this, like, competitive, like, RPG, which is a really weird thing to say, but it works because it's it's an action RPG, and it's all about building your deck and trying to create, like, and try to strategize and create the best kind of combos you can yeah and i think that could be like a really cool thing if there was people actually behind it the only reason i think that the main because capcom are obviously like at the forefront of esports with like street fighter and i think right. the only reason battle network's not supported is because it's such an old game so i think if something like this came out this that was something they'd actually get behind big time and i think be a really cool idea and especially like the, the kind of big feeling i've got with battle network 6 is there's only one character and it's like, yeah, that's cool, but I want to play Shadow Man, you know? So this would be, give you more <laughs> yeah, characters, yeah. more chips, all these various options, and it'll be like, this super fun competitive game, but you've also got the RPG story mode for a more casual player. Yeah. What do you think, guys? Cool. No, no, that sounds, that sounds really cool, actually. I, um, so my, my biggest takeaway <laughs> from the game... <laughs> Sigma balls. Is, is, no, is... <laughs> Is get chips Sigma deck. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, so you, you defeat enemies and you get their you get their battle chips. Yeah. 
Yeah, you get the battle chips and then you then there's the Sigma deck. No, the Sigma's a separate thing. Right. Yeah. Aye. Sigma, comma, <laughs> deck. Fuck's sake. <laughs> it's, it just gives us a cross between Sigma and Ligma. <laughs> sure. Okay. I guess that is technically. We, we, yeah, yeah, we love is. and appreciate you, Glenn. I, um, I like the. Like you say, it's got the kind of two different parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said, you know, for for people who might prefer one over the other, would you see people getting it and just doing the one side of it? Yeah. Because, keep in mind, like, here's the thing, right? It was never designed as a competitive game, right? Okay. And the competitive scene never ex- didn't exist until basically after the game was dead. Like, oh, right, okay. the game, I mean, the last one came out, I think it was like 2006, maybe. Um, and there's a competitive scene that holds tournaments to this day. I'm in their Discord, that's how I know. So, right. So like, it was never designed as a competitive game, and there never was, like, massive tournaments. There's more tournaments now than there was. So it was originally just designed as just an RPG. Um, so obviously, there's, there's clearly fans of it who don't even know there, was, there is a competitive scene. Me being one of them until about two months ago. Uh, so, yeah, no, so I think there is definitely room for that. Nah, that's cool, eh? It's, and, I mean, like, you know, that's what happened when... You know, the last time I got a Call of Duty game, mm-hmm. you know, I just, uh, I got it cheap, played through the story, looked at the online and went, no. That? That's what no. happened when I got, when I got Red Dead 2, you know, spent as much time in the story as possible and then went online came out, I was like, well, that's pish. Jacob. So, so I, I suppose it is, it is a, it is doable that. Somebody might just like the one side it and still get it, eh? Yeah, and I think like the other thing about it, as much as like, as much as I'm ve- as someone who plays fighting games, I'm very anti patch culture. Well, I'm not. I'm anti nerf culture, is what I should say, which is a whole thing that I go into, but I won't. Uh with us now having the benefit of the DLC, and I mean, I feel like this is a Switch game. Like, I think that's the platform where it best fits. Probably could be in other things, but that's where I see it most likely. I think with Mega Man, that's where you'd have the most appeal. Um, with the admit event of having like DLC and stuff, like it's hard to continue like a story based like JRPG like that action RPG without like undercutting the story you've just told. Do you know what I mean? Like Aye. without feeling like the people that bought it at launch that don't have it that that can't go in and play it. It's kind of t- fun enough, kind of relevant to what I was talking about with the game. Um how they like it's kind of feels a bit unfair to always proper story content um but this is a way you could be like oh here's new characters to play as the multiplayer mode and it's a cool way to give the game life afterwards and you could do like side stories with them as well for what the the more like rpg players the most people that are more focused on single player content you could be like okay but here's like a side story talking about how this villain got to where they were um or what they did afterwards after they've had like the redemption because you know anime tropes they'll have to become good Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, I've only ever played one of the Battle Network. Mm-hmm. The first one. And the the only thing I can think of is um. Isn't the story a bit much? Oh no! As, as no I... no! Like <laughs> okay, so the first one is quite tame. But see, like to be honest, like. Like, later on, the stories get a lot deeper. Um, and my, 
what can I inspire that was Digimon? I don't want to go as dark as Digimon Story Cybersoth, but... And as I say, it's not going to go into, like... It's not going to get too dark, but it can, it's going to talk about what, like, a real, like, society that's all online would, would, look, would look like. Um, but no, the later games really touched on that, honestly. Um, oh, this is kind enough. of just a natural evolution of where they were going. And I think my other argument to it is... The people that are mainly going to play this are people that are already fans, right? Being honest. And they're obviously more mature now. And I think, like, Digimon saw that with Cyber Sleuth. And I'm not going to go that mature. But I'm definitely going to go more mature to be like, look, here's what... Do you know what I mean? This world would actually be like. Without going into, like, blood and guts and just everybody, like, you know, cursing every five minutes. It'll be, like, a real... There's no fun. Okay. If Sonic the Hedgehog doesn't say, damn... And then um, Shadow the Hedgehog says, "Oh fuck, Sonic just swore." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's more of a more of a realistic take of what this world be like. Because I'm also not going to go super edgy with it because I feel like that's a guaranteed way to ruin a lot of things. To be honest, but you know. Oh god, right, I understand. Yeah. So, uh, whites. <laughs> you know what? You know what you're talking about more than I know what you're talking about. And I say that as a compliment. Uh-huh. My experience with Mega Man Project, Mega Man Battle Network, whatever, doobly-boobly, uh-huh. is, Haha, look, I'm a Mega Man in, in the <laughs> computer. It's a fun. You know more about it than me. I like how playing Battle Network turns you into Mario. It's a fun! <laughs> It's the it's the fun game. I, 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 actually, funny enough, in the note of Mario, I did consider pitching a new Paper Mario and being like, "Well, there's not been a real Paper Mario in over a decade." But I thought that'd be being pedantic. I, I would have beaten you up because that's cheating. It, it, yeah. It's technically not. Where would you, yeah, it would be because Bug Fables come out and that's a real Paper Mario. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> give you a green light because yeah, it sounds cool. It might not be for me, but. You said so yourself, you're not pitching it for me. You're pitching it for those, the diehard Mega Man yeah. um, Mega competitive stands. boys who Nintendo are about to give a season to this to. <laughs> <laughs> well, Capcom ones are H2, but yeah. Nintendo probably will anyway. Anyway, Harry. <laughs> I'll fucking do <laughs> it anyway. So, before, uh, b- b- just before uh, I-, I give my final light. Is is Jacob ready to apologise for the Greek Mario stunt he pulled? I'm never gonna apologise for Greek Mario. Okay, okay, just wanted to <laughs> just wanted to give you the opportunity. I appreciate but, it. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Uh, I, I mean, I've I've really no get any reason to red light it. It sounds kind of cool. It sounds like Mega Mind players might like it. <laughs> Mega Mind. We should do an episode um, pitching a sequel to that. Hi. Uh, I and we all the great Sigma Balls content, what's not to like. And you get to play as Sigma Balls in the DLC. <laughs> oh, DLC? Fuck that. Fucking microtransactions, man. If he's not on the cover, I'm not playing it. Yeah, he's on the cover because he's the main villain. Well, he's not featuring the cover Dante he's the from the so. Devil May Cry series. Which they could do, because it's owned by Capcom. There you go, I just just adding to the reasons I can get a big shiny green light, huh? Oh, thanks, guys. Um, Harry, I want to hear what you've got, because 
we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give Jacob time to actually prepare so that he'll ruin himself because he does better when he's got less notes. I am prepared. <laughs> I'm already ready. I'm done. Okay, well, Harry, you can go next then. Well, what a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> okay, so b- before I, I tell you what game I'm doing, let me just say, <clears throat> Jacob Brody, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when I pitch for you? <laughs> Bad boys? Because. There's a game? Nope. Nope. I am pitching the long awaited since 1995. Third game of Cops. What? <laughs> right, okay. Cops. No, no, what, you what, know, what, what, you what? know that? Cops. Yeah, you know that, you know that TV show about the cops? I'm aware of the TV show <laughs> yes. about the cops. You know, that, that follows the cops around. Yeah. Yes. And they, you know, arrest folk and shit. <laughs> okay. Well, in, in 1994, there was a game came out called Cops <laughs> that was uh, developed for the um, Atari Jaguar. Oh, my goodness. Which, yes. a console... <laughs> A console so shy it hasn't even been mentioned on the podcast before. And I'm confident of that. No, we, we wouldn't yeah. have mentioned it if we could we would have had to follow it with a king. <laughs> I can. And then a year later in nineteen ninety five, uh, <coughs> the Atari arcade game debuted and the the the, the cops game itself sort of it was like that mad dog mccree game where you know it used like live action footage <laughs> okay and, and you like use your controller to shoot people or to not shoot people depending on whether or not you thought they should or should not be shot oh the, uh, you know what we're a, we're, a, we're a socially conscious podcast i'm not gonna make some make any jokes but oh go on. yeah oh there's a lot there right there's a lot there <laughs> but you know so I think what what better way to follow this up than with um, a sort of live action VR headset game released exclusively for a console that is currently as popular as the Atari Jaguar. Okay. The PlayStation Five. Ha! <laughs> I mean, true. I genuinely thought you were going to say one of the one of the um, the Soldier Boy consoles there. <laughs> who, who, I, who, enough, I was, just claimed they bought Atari, and well, he didn't. He didn't. No, I, I was well. half hoping, half praying, you were going to say the Ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm out unless you port it to the to the the Atari Soldier Boy, the <laughs> upcoming console. <laughs> Well, anything's possible, because uh, <laughs> I imagine they still own the rights because nobody would have wanted to buy them off them. And so, much like with <laughs> the original Lost episode, I didn't just want to tell you a bit about the game. I wanted to, to kind of play you the game. Uh, I'm going to do something a bit similar here. So, Rody, imagine <coughs> you've just put your VR headset on. Okay. You kind of go through nice. the menus... Yep, mm-hmm. there you go, that's what to do. You're in the back of a police van. Maybe someone turns around to you and goes, Hey, you, finally awake. You know, it's a Skyrim Oh, joke. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's excellent. Uh-huh. Um, but you're not a, a criminal in transport. You, you are indeed a police. 
because it's going to be based on Scottish police, the game is going to be called Cops. Subheadline. Polis. Polis. Right. Am I a uh, Oh, yes. Shagger <laughs> by name. By nature, yes, but do not refer to yourself as such in public <laughs> while on duty. Go. So, you're a polis, you're in the polis van with maybe two or three other polis. Mm-hmm. You're pulling into this, this street full of big massive pussies mm-hmm. somewhere in Glasgow. One of the other polis says to you, is this a nice area? What, what do you say? It's a big massive pussies. Big massive pussies. Uh, no, because it's probably tenement flats. Okay, you you just uh, lost five respect because this policy's more lives two roads ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, fuck. And so the guy sense. goes, yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. The guy goes, yeah, you're right. It's probably not a nice place. Anyway, um, just pull into the one with the archway here. <laughs> oh, the inside so, jokes today, man. And so you, you get out of the van, right? You go up to the door. Do you want to try chopping the door? Do you want to do anything first? Um, I'm gonna chop in the door. Well, have they got a doorbell first of all. Uh, they do have a doorbell. Right, I'll, I'll press the doorbell, then I'll wait in the top. I'll wait in the bottom step because gotta be polite. You know what I mean? Uh, the doorbell starts playing. We wish you a merry Christmas. Uh, it is currently. Ah, oh, shoot July. the doorbell. Yep, you gain ten respect. <laughs> yes. Uh, so eventually they were going to ignore just just the doorbell because there's quite a lot of, of kind of there's quite a stromash happening inside. Uh, I'll do the post chap. Um, no, they, I know they're serious and everything. Quite and this, the door the door opens. Should, should I should I do, should I do the post chap so everyone knows what it sounds like? Absolutely. Two seconds. Hopefully my wife will pick this up. Did you guys get that? No. My mic seemed to get it. Okay. So hopefully the recording got it. But it's more... No it's, it's, I'll try again. I'll try again. It's like... Kind of like that. Just repeated the loud knocking. So basically a knock on the door. Ah, but... But more, more knocks than you would ever need and far louder. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. right. So the door opens, and a, we- a well-dressed, middle-aged couple are there. They've, you've not checked this yet, so you lose um, minus five um, police work skill uh, for for not asking why you were there in the first place. But these two were clearly having a very loud argument that the neighbours phoned the police on them for. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, arrest them. Aye, okay, yeah, yeah. Because they're, well, yeah. they're a well-dressed couple in Glasgow. Uh, they are d- the guy guy is definitely selling drugs. Yeah, probably, aye. <laughs> it's a fair assumption. Yeah, so, yeah aye. So uh, you, you, you lose 50 respect, uh, but you but you gain 50 <laughs> time saver. Aye, we're probably innocent. We'll get something on them anyway points. <laughs> and you get back in the van, your mission pass screen comes up, you get one... We pull this hat <laughs> because you, you didn't find all the collectibles or actually sort out the issue of who left the hummus out overnight. <laughs> right, Jacob, would you like a go? 
Yeah, sure. Give me, give me. Okay, just put your put your VR headset on. All right, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. Wow, okay. the graphics are great. Yeah, that that the photorealistic, aren't they? Oh, uh, don't know what you're talking about. I just and... saw darkness. <laughs> well, uh, did you have your HDMI plugged in? Oh, there you Wait, go. Actually, there you go. Yep. So, Jacob, you're <laughs> you're dri driving down the road in your in your police car. Okay, driving in the car. And you, you see uh, some people kicking in a pub door. Ooh, naughty. What do you do? I go outside and go, yo, why are you kicking in that pub door? One of them throws a knife at your head. <laughs> I dodge it. Oh, okay, yep, good. You gain plus five dodge points. <laughs> and then I pick up that knife and engage Hunting knife play. One of them runs away. One of them tries to fly kick you. I dodge the fly kick with my newly acquired dodge point. And as uh, I'm yeah, dodging... Yeah, actually, you actually lose minus five dodge points. He was expecting you to dodge because you dodged the first one, so he went for where you would dodge to and he gets you straight in the balls. Oh, no, not my balls. Okay. You, lose, you lose minus two ball points. Does, does he drop his knife? Absolutely. Okay, I'm on the ground, and I feign not being able to get up. But while I'm doing that, I also sneakily grab the knife and wait for them to get close before I then stab them in the shin. Okay, they, once you're laid out, they don't seem to come close again. They just seem to continue kicking in the pub door until the pub door is open. <laughs> then I sneak behind them using newly acquired sneak skills. Hmm... Okay, plus five bullshit points, but okay. <laughs> Sweet. And I've got my knife again. Are, are they armed? Uh, they have two arms, eh? Do they have weapons? Not that you can see, but you didn't see the knife until they threw it at you. Okay. Um, Do I have weapons aside from the knife? Uh, you've got uh, your big polistic and the advantage of systemic racism. Fucking right. hell. <laughs> okay, okay. So Full disclaimer, my... we're, not, we're, we're not advocating it. It's a serious problem. Oh, God, no, no. Um, I'm being... It was a silly thing to say, but not entirely untrue. I grab yeah. my big police stick and the knife, and I do a kind of akimbo thing and try and sneak up behind them and hit them at the same time. Yeah, okay. Uh, you just... Knocked out the guy that was just trying to get back into his pub. <laughs> he lost the keys. Then why did he attack me? Well, you fucking stopped the car and you went to shoot. Like, he can't how it looked. Like, I never said he was a nice guy. Well, I, I arrest him for being a dick. Ah, uh, they were actually quite well liked in the community. You get minus 25 respect points, but plus 5. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, the judge is a mason point, she'll get halfway it. Fucking hell. <laughs> and uh, you, you, your, your mission pass screen comes up, you get uh, two, three polis hats. Aww. Out, out, out of five. And so the great thing is, you think, you know, I get one out of five, I get two out of five, these missions are uh, replayable and speedrunnable. Uh, well, no, they're not, because they're procedurally generated... You, you only get uh, two missions a day, and once you play them, 
uh, you, you can never do them again because that's realistic. <laughs> oh, okay. So I only get two missions a day? Yes. Because oh. the rest of the time, you're playing Jessica Jones Paperwork Simulator with a oh, no! with, with, with cop's polis skin <laughs> on it. Oh, no! Oh. Why'd you have to do that to me? Well, we all liked it when I did it the first time, so... Uh, I mean, did I? Um, yep, yep. You Jacob, do you want to go first, or will I go first? Not going to lie, at the beginning, you actually had me. I was like, this Thank is you. actually kind of Thank cool. you for the green light. <laughs> I said at the beginning, Glenn. And all the way through the middle, up to the end. You liked <laughs> this is kind of cool. You. I like Brody, proce- where is your green light? I like I like the, proce- the procedurally generated thing. I like the multiple different quests that you get, how things change and how things aren't what you've seen. Yep, that's nice, isn't it? Man? You completely <laughs> lost me on the only two missions a day and the paperwork simulator because that that's not the fun part. We play a game for fun. Can I be honest to you, right? What's happened to you, right? And I think when I, when I say this, he's not even going to deny it. Is Harry just told us a funny story, thinking that it would be enough to get us, rather than actually designing any gameplay elements? You might be right. You might be right. There is gameplay elements. Do you think like that? There's. It's got like at least two more gameplay elements than the original Cops game has. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the Wikipedia page of that original Cops game, and he's not lying. (laughs) Fucking dreadful, isn't it? I have improved. I have improved. I've improved the franchise while keeping it true to its dreadful, dreadful roots. I mean, seriously, Glenn, I'm not going to lie. If you good because I would the... arrest you for it. If you kept with that, the way that you 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 were DMing it, you were a dungeon master of this cops game, and I was actually oh, enjoying myself. If you'd kept with that, and not deliberately, intentionally shot yourself in the foot with your last bit. I actually would have been convinced to give you a green light. I don't but... care what your problem is with doing paperwork. <laughs> I'm going to have to give you a red light. Aww. You're going to have to fill out the red light for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the fact that he's willing to do it t- t- tells you how, how much he's against this idea. <laughs> um, no, like, fair play, because you come up with a really funny idea. Like, we're not a lot of preparation, I would imagine, as well. But... <laughs> Like, I've been working on this for weeks. Have you actually? No. No, exactly. There you go. Because <laughs> um, if that was the case, it would have a definite red light. But <laughs> I'm kind of in that place of like, it's funny, but it is genuinely very pish. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, oh, do I want the creativity it, or do I have to be like, it, no, that's Is shit. it more pish than Lawnmower Simulator? It's very popular right now. <laughs> Here's why I'm gonna red light it, Harry. Right? That's not because I, ju- I just been. don't think in 2021 <laughs> we should be giving people the ability to play as murder, co- murder hobo cops. I think that lets too many too many weirdos live out power fantasies. Well, oh man, it's funny because I actually I actually thought about this earlier. I actually wrote that down. That, um, in- instead of sending everyone. Who can he get into the polis to G4S? I could just give him a copy of this game. <laughs> wow, Harry, uh, yeah. But for for that reason, I kind of have to give it a red light. Cause I just feel like it's too. <laughs> well, given it, it, it being as open ended as it is, it 
it gives people too many options and there's a lot of people that would, you know... That, people like a, options. Hi. <laughs> and, I mean, I like playing as a murder hobo in games. But... Right, well, do you know on. what? Do you know let's, what? Right, let's, no, right, 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 hold okay. on. Right, let's let's be clear. Right, none of you's had to kill anyone. I, I, I did when I heard when I heard that uh, when I heard that uh, the um, doorbell. I didn't like, have a choice. You, you, I thought you you, you, you just could have gave them a court date for it. I didn't kill anyone. I just arrested them. <laughs> Aye, but like you were quick about it. <laughs> Well, there you go, right? Like, there you go. Like, like, like the, the reason you didn't see my game in a great light is because you didn't appreciate it enough to play it properly. <laughs> and that, that's a big part of um, this game is the developer's Twitter account. Where they, <laughs> they, right. they totally slam people. I, I never realised this was a Naughty exactly. Dog game. Yeah, exactly. Hey. As <laughs> Do you know what, right? See, because Jake prepared to give you one red light, and I don't think, I feel like it deserves at least one green light for the creativity. I'm going to give you a, a pity green light. <laughs> no way. Because right? I feel like you've been too creative to not get something, but it definitely Amazing. didn't deserve to win. I think if Jacob, Jacob green lighted that, I would have had to red light it. But <laughs> okay. being honest, I think I kind of have to give it the red light, the green light. Cool, cool. That's one more than I was expecting. <laughs> it's, that's great. Aye. Congrats, uh, Glenn. Thanks. Yeah. I, en- I enjoyed that. Thanks, everyone. See you next episode. <laughs> like, I-, I see the problems with it, but it could be... But, like... <laughs> just because the idea was so ridiculous that you went that obscure with in terms of a game, I kind of have to give points for that. Like, <laughs> It doesn't deserve to win by any means, but oh, it God, de- no. I'll give it one green light. No. <laughs> Jacob, This, this isn't like the episode where I did have the best pitch. Uh, well. I'm still proud of you. Anyway, I, I won the modern episode. Was it DC after that one? I, I've, re- I've realised my, my new strat, but anyway, Jacob, go. Okay, so. <clears throat> think back to the height of first person shooters. What comes to mind? Time splatters. What? Time splatters. Time splatters. No, no. And the time. <laughs> no, no. Further back. The height you know, what, of We've already done that. Uh, uh, golden eye no think back eye in your eye um, world war 2 no a bit further forward than that the korean war mash are you doing a mash game no a bit forward than that vietnam I'll give you a name and you tell me a game John Romero what did he make hmm. uh, smack down here comes the pain. oh my god okay so, here's a bit of game history for you. Although... Hmm, I haven't guessed yet. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> hmm. Does, oh it rhyme with, does it rhyme with... Hmm? It might rhyme with... Hmm? First person shooter. Depending, depending yeah, how you pronounce the it. first person shooter that rhymes with... Oh, no, sorry, sorry. So, it's, the height, it's during the height of first person shooter. So, it's not time platters, but it's when time platters was, was, was around, so... No, no, before uh, So, so it's before time splatters, but it was around. It's okay. Well, thinking of the, but that was the height of first-person shooters. No, uh, okay. not gonna lie. The height of first-person shooters was when they was, was, was the very was the very first first-person shooter, according to you. Yes. 
Yeah, so it's been all downhill since then. So, 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 so talking Shrek Super Slam 2. Oh my god! Okay, Doom, fine, go ahead. Doom. So, which had a game out last year, but go ahead. I'm not talking about Doom, I'm just using him as an example. Okay. Why have we wasted so much time on it? John Romero was the father of first person shooter games. He created Wolfenstein 3D, arguably one of the first ever first-person shooters. He created Doom. Doom. He also created Daikatana. I believe it's pronounced D-Katana. No, it's Daikatana. Yes, it's Daikatana. It's Daikatana. No, no, I think it's like German. It's like D. No, it's it's Daikatana. It's D-A-I as well. He also created a game called Commander Keen. Interesting fact about Commander Keen. I had a game out this this year. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. Okay, go ahead. A game for Commander Keen was announced in 2019, but hasn't come up since. It's literally been radio silence for the Commander Keen team since then. And that was a mobile game, so that doesn't really count anyway. But yeah, so there hasn't been a Commander Keen game since 2001. Commander Keen, interesting story about him, canonically, and this is true, he mm-hmm. is the dad of Doom Guy. Really? <laughs> yeah! And he is also the great grandson of a man called BJ Blaskovitz. Fuck off. I'm not kidding, this is canon. So. I want to bring back this commander who we haven't seen for so long and try and fix where John Mar- M- John Romero went wrong because you know what's making a big comeback lately? And this is true. I've seen it. I've got friends who've been playing them non-stop. Are retro-based, 90s-based first-person shooter games. Like, um, like Dusk. Um, it's, it's this one company that made Dusk and... Anti-Hero and a few others. They are huge. They're making a big comeback. There's going to be a new Serious Sam and stuff like that. So I want to bring Daikatana and make it the game it should have been. Starring the daddy of the Doom guy. The grandson of the Nazi smasher. Commander Keen. Great grandson. Whatever. Commander Commander Keen. In the story of Daikatana. Do you know the story of Daikatana? No, but I imagine it was super edgy. No. Oh, it was super bloody edgy. <laughs> Daikatana starts in feudal <clears throat> Japan, and they tr- where these two tribes are fighting, and they try and find this ancient evil weapon, the Daikatana, which can go through time and destroy the world, and it's time travelly, it's first-person shooty, it wasn't a very good game, but the story was so edgy. Now, Commander Keen sits back. He is on Mars because he is creating the Mars base, which then Doom Guy comes in and kills all the demons. But he's creating this base. All of a sudden, he hears that the Daikatana is back and has been picked up by the Vorticons. So if you know your Commander Keen lore like me, you know the Vorticons are these evil, nasty Martians who 
a cartoony villains to Commander Keen, but in this edgy, dark story, they are evil aliens who tried to invade Earth once, were beaten back by Commander Keen, and now that Keen is sitting there on Mars, building a Mars base and venturing into hell, but not yet, that comes later, the Vorticons are back, and they are back for blood, with the time-travelling Daikatana. He's travelled through time, he's trying to do battle, Commander Keen picks up his laser blaster, and he chews some bubblegum, spits it out, and goes, I'm back, baby. And he goes forward, charging. It's, it's one of those fast-paced Twitch shooter games where you're jumping around all the Vortons, so they can't travel back too far, but they can, like, you shoot at them, and they travel to where they were a few seconds ago, like Tracer from Overwatch. Maybe so I you're going back... So. F- yeah, that. So you're going through these many different levels, because... The story isn't really the main thing in these modern re- in these modern retro shooters. It is more about the spectacle, the level designs, and the speed that you need to do. So these Vorticons have managed to harness the power of the Daikatana. So they are going jumping through and forward and backwards. You're running through this Twitch shooter, firing off your laser beams as fast as possible to kill all these nasty Vorticons as you go through level to level to level venturing deep into Vorticon territory, shooting them all until you get to the Mother Vorticon, who is empowered by the real Daikatana, and she takes you back to feudal Japan, where you need to do battle with your melee weapon, and the hero of Daikatana on your side, who is also called Hero, and you do battle together with the Mother Vorticon and bring peace to the world and to Mars so you can build your Mars base and then demons come in and then your son kicks ass. Red light. Oh? This is, this is just my time splitters pitch, but going backwards. Yeah? Is it? Aye, Aye, because in, in, in my game, in my game you started off old timey, sticks and stones and swords and shit, and you built up to Mars, you're fighting the aliens and you get a Mars base and shit. I literally said in that episode that the story isn't that important in these games, it's the level design that's more important. Yeah, than that's that's the shit. thing with retro shooters. Aye, but you're literally, just, this is just my time splitters pitch, but going backwards in time. Oh, don't say that. It just did. I actually put work into this. No, you didn't. You just copied my homework. I don't remember your pitch. You, I swear you, you made it look a little. You made it look a little different, so you thought the teacher wouldn't again. But the teacher definitely cans. <laughs> no, the Daikatana's got Aye. the Daikatana. John Romero, come on. See, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that's literally just to put a Daikatana and to go back in time to like the touch feudal Japan. Well, then John Romero owes me an apology. <laughs> John Romero was before your pitch. Aye, but if he time travels... Yeah, but Harry's pitch was good. So has his pitch. was good. I really tried on this. No, I meant... Well, I was talking about John Romero, Jacob. Also, stop trying to make us feel sorry for you. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to say you've something just, nice, you've actually. Just, you've just stole my pitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to be kinder to Jacob than you were, Harry. Um... At first, I was totally against this. I don't even know if Jacob's still there. I think he's upset. I'm, I'm still here. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, who do you think of? Who? I'm the one that's been robbed. 
Um, yeah, at first I was totally against this. And then you started explaining it. And that just reaffirmed that I should be against this. And then you, 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 when you got to the ending, I was like, yeah, this is even worse than I thought it was going to be. Like, like, I don't think the Commander Keen fans want an edgy game, do they? They just want a game, I'll be honest. I mean, they weren't happy with that mobile title, which I did cheat. And also, right, it could be argued that there is a Commander Keen. We did say you can't argue something that's got something coming. No. Yeah, but it's 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 not coming. It's not been officially cancelled though, so I'm gonna allow it. But I also feel that that's touchy. I mean, yeah. Uh... See, the thing is, like, like you you come up with a good game, but that's just because you took my also also all references game, which to the games good. have been removed on the website, so they no longer exist. It's been kind of cancelled. Well, I'll, I'll tell you who's been kind. Well, here's here's my counter argument. You said that he's the grandson of B.J. Blaskovich. Yeah. He's the father of Doom Guy. Yeah. Then we've had the game in the last five years. Not the same series. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being pedantic. Um, no. Uh, Jacob, I'm really trying to find positives. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really, really trying right now. Um, like, all right, it's 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 maybe like a fun retro shooting game, but so is my Time Splitters game. So, I mean, Daikatana wasn't a fun game, and if you're basically just remaking Daikatana with Commander Keen, no, 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 it's not a complete remake. <laughs> I mean, I'm only talking about the hero from Daikatana called Hero making a comeback. The rest of the story is a bit of a meandering nonsense. But then why did you spend so much time talking about Commander Keen? I kind of feel like what Jacob wanted to do was make a sequel to Daikatana, but he realised that was only <laughs> one game, so he just added in Commander Keen at the last minute. No, they've been two Daikatana games. Let's check, has though. Yeah. Because if there is a Greenlight, if there's not, then... There has been a Game Boy Colour Daikatana game, which is completely different to the first-person shooter PC Daikatana. This is a top-down Legend of Zelda-like game called Daikatana. Well, you're okay. going to need to have to check how many people bought it because if less people bought it than bought the Atari Jaguar. Apparently, the Game Boy game's actually not that bad. Yeah, it got 7 out of 10. Yeah, good for that. Um, <laughs> because I just said, quick, I mean, because I said I would. Why did I, you say that? I don't know, I shouldn't have. I really shouldn't have because it's, <laughs> it, it sounds awful. And I'm. No, you know what? No, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Ah. Right? Like, <laughs> I've already caved once and been nice today and gave Harry a, and gave Harry a pity green light. Um, but I feel like Jacob. I feel like I need. But I feel like I'm meaner to Jacob than I'm to Harry. So he probably deserves it more. Um, but the thing with Harry is, at least I could find positive things that I liked about it. Whereas with yours, Jacob, which is like, no, I have to be fair. Like from start to finish, I was just like, <sighs> like. Yep. And one hand, I wanted to reward you. you for for actually putting in some effort for once. But then, like. If the end result isn't very good, I just can't. But that's, that's not a you game keep for saying, you. It's a game for you fans keep saying like the shooters. Yeah, I, put, like, I played them. Like how, much, how much effort does it take to go back and listen to an episode of this podcast, yeah. which if you haven't done, you should do? I edit the podcast. I don't listen to it. God. <laughs> 
Um, that's how which, it is. Which, as far as I'm concerned, he was, he was listening to it while he was editing and wasn't paying uh, attention. He's, he's taking the information on your admission. It's an admission of guilt, as far as I'm concerned. There, we all just heard that Jacob has the motive and the opportunity to gain access to my pitches <laughs> and, and twist them for his own benefit. Yeah. To everyone yeah. listening, because I know I'm going to keep this in the edit, this is proof I am just bullied. No, it's not. Because I, I'm trying really... Aww. Harry, I'm trying really hard to be nice to Jacob and find positives about this pitch when there really isn't any, right? You really are. Which is... So I'm just going to come out and say it, Jacob, red light, it was just a bad <laughs> idea, okay? The Commander <laughs> game fans don't want an edgy game. Daikatana was bad. I'm sorry, it's not a good idea. All right? Just saying, by calling my pitch bad, you're also calling Glenn's pitch for Time Splitters bad, which you gave a green light. <laughs> so you're admitting guilt then? Not, not really, because... No, I'm like, pretty sure you gave Glenn's a green light. So, but are you admitting that you ripped off Glenn's patch? Right, but, 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 but the thing is, Jacob, 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 handsome, handsome, handsome Jacob. <laughs> it's not bad when I did it because I came up with it. I came up with this. <laughs> So yeah, Jacob sadly gets two red lights, which, do you know what, you've won a few recently, so I think you, you think, you know. And to be honest, Harry probably should have got two red lights, but I wanted to reward his creativity. Oh, I should have got two red lights, aye, but, but thanks. You reward his creativity. <laughs> yeah, because his was actually creative. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Jacob. Like, he, he had his point of game and stuff, you know what I mean? When you put in that kind of effort, then I'll give you it. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess... I get two green lights, didn't I? Didn't I? You yeah. did, so... Yeah, I did. That um, means for the yeah. first time in a while. I know. I, I, I've realised the strategy is just to talk about something you just don't know anything about. So even if I talk <laughs> shit, it sounds really good. That's that's just every episode for me. <laughs> Fair. Um, I, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't ever know what we talk about on this, by the way. <laughs> like, um, I'm, I'm totally happy to be on this podcast, but I don't know why I am. It's because you're the funniest. Yes. That's, that's, that's the reality of it. Um, but I will get to Pugs then. Uh, so I stream on Twitch. Uh, if they ever actually get round to releasing a Battle Network question, I'll stream that. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash parsath with an underscore at the end. Underscore. Never forget the underscore. Jacob just sounds so deflated. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can also find me on TikTok at Parsath with the underscore. Twitter Parsath. I don't know if TikTok has underscore. I don't fucking know. Search for Parsath. I barely use it. Um, Twitter Parsath with the underscore. Facebook Parsath with no underscore. Uh, like Three Fail Pilots on Facebook. Uh, go back and listen to other episodes if you haven't. Um. Maybe late episode where we <laughs> talk about time splitters and shit. Yeah, which was similar to this episode actually. Um, Anyways, Harry. yes, <laughs> when I'm not getting my shit ripped off. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jacob. Uh, I play in a band called On Aw. That's A W N A W. We're on the Facebook. You can find where we EP On Aw No Again on the Spotify. You can find our music video on our secret face on the YouTube. And this is the part where I would say that Ono is a cracking band and I really like the music video for Secret Face. But, but you're not going to say that because you're upset this week. Sad. 
Sad. Anyway, the point I was making was that's that's what I do. Jacob, what do you do? I play in a band called Inquire. Oh, within. big surprise. Glenn plays in a band and then Jacob plays in a band. <laughs> sorry, Jacob. That was bad. <laughs> Jacob, sorry. Go ahead. You're back on your pitches. We are punks. It's my birthday in a few weeks. <laughs> oh, I oh. my birthday was in May and then you've got a birthday. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Jacob. I do a, I do a radio show. I did actually do a radio show in the past before. <coughs> I'm I'm past that switch mod. Yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> you finally got me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jacob's just going to add in sad violin music over himself at the end here. <laughs> Good idea. I might see if I can do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh... We will. Hold on, Jacob hasn't even told us what his band is yet. Oh, yeah, good point. I'm done. I've done. Okay, Jacob plays in a band called Inquire Within because you see, unlike Jacob, who is wallowing his own self pity and only cares about himself, I care about the other members of Inquire Within. So check them out on Facebook, Spotify, whatever else, Bandcamp, whatever else. You said that same thing a few weeks ago when I declared myself the winner and you said I couldn't do pictures anymore. Well, the fact that it's happened twice now says a lot, doesn't it? Well, aye. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, and, uh, yeah, check them out there. Uh, album's been announced, hasn't it, Jacob? It's coming out on the 30th of September, which is also my birthday. Yeah, uh, but, <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, so what you can do is you can go listen to On Aussie P, uh, and then you can go listen to Inquiry Within this album, and you hear two very similar sounds despite being two entirely different genres, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, just kidding, Jacob, Jacob's band are actually very good, uh, and so it happens. Thank you. Um, but thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. John, Mar- John Romero was going to make you his bit, not <laughs> anymore. I'm fine with that.